This is the Rich Eisen Show. Lose the game on purpose. I think that would be a hard one. Lovey Smith is out as head coach of the Texans. Green Bay, that's the season, boys and girls. Just need some time to figure out what's best. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, Michigan running back, Blake Corum. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial right here on the Roku channel. Yes, we are live on the Roku channel, which, by the way, is free. Free. Yeah. That, what's the word again? Free. It is free. Free. Um, on all Roku devices, select Samsung Smart TVs. You need to... Get sure you have an Amazon Fire TV, because guess what? The Roku channel's free there. You get the Roku app on your mobile device. Within that app is the Roku channel, which is... Uh, free. free. That's right. Uh, free 99. Uh, and then, hey, if you want to... If, if Let's just say you're in the internet tubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the RokuChannel.com, we're free there. Free. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network, smart enough to have us. We say hello to those listening on Sirius and XM. Uh, Sirius Channel 218XM202, the Sirius XM app, if you're listening on that app, 992, the Odyssey stream, live there, our podcast. This show is available in all three hours in podcast form every single day, thanks to the Cumulus Podcast Network. There's our YouTube feed, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Over half a million subscribers there. Be a part of that movement. Subscribe to our podcast. Hit us with that subscribe button please as well there's also the re-airing of this show as soon as we're done uh on this hour every single day we re-air on channel 210 on the roku channel we also have a video on demand service there not only am i uh mentioning all this because uh, i'm proud of it but uh, i have a feeling we might have a, a larger audience than normal right now because <laughs> we tweeted out earlier today that our next guest was going to be joining us at the top of this hour to make a very momentous decision here on the day the national championships being vied for just up the road at SoFi Stadium from the Rich Eisen Studio here in Los Angeles, California. Saw this young man at the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, prior to the game, he was unfortunately in crutches. Um, and I proffer to say Michigan might be playing in this game up the road if he was not on crutches and active as he had a remarkable Heisman Trophy campaign season, 18 touchdowns, over 1,400 rushing yards. He is from the University of Michigan. Blake Corum here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Blake? I'm doing great, and you? I'm doing well. So, how are you feeling right now? Walk me through where you are uh, feeling. I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling great, honestly. Uh, I just got done doing a little uh, treatment on it, uh, actually, but uh, I'm feeling great. I was actually out in uh, California for two weeks uh, doing some re- rehab out there as well. So, uh, still in the crutches. Uh, but they're coming off this week, and uh, I'll be back and uh, ready to attack everything. Okay, is there? So, what did happen uh, to you against Illinois that day? Yes, yeah, so, uh, someone fell right in front of me, jumped over him, and the, the safety just called me right at the right moment. Hyperextended it, uh, tore my meniscus. Uh, it needed to be repaired, and I had a sprained MCL. Uh, so I tried going back in at halftime. Didn't feel right. I uh, tried playing Ohio State game, didn't feel right. And uh, that's when they were like, you know what, to go ahead and get it repaired and uh, get ready for the draft or, or uh, you come back. Okay, and so before we get to that uh, moment right right there, so 
uh, you tried to give it a go against Ohio State. Was there a possibility? Was there a possibility of you just maybe uh, sitting out and coming back for the Fiesta Bowl once that was over, or you just realized that there was no chance for you to be playing again this campaign? Yeah, there, there was honestly no chance because you know I couldn't cut like the way I wanted to. Um, every time I would cut, my knee would give out. And so I knew going into the Ohio State game, you know, the MRI already came back. I knew it was a big old tear. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't feel right, you know, not giving it a try, right? And I feel like I would live with regret. And so, you know, I gave it my best effort. Uh, wasn't wasn't able to uh, do what I wanted to do, but the guys got the job done. Yes, they sure did. They they sure did. And and what's it been like for you watching everything? Oh, it's, it's been great. You know, just being able to see from the sideline or even uh, I had surgery right before the Big Ten Championship or from the TV, the way, you know, my team, 143, worked together, uh, it was it was a beautiful thing. You know, the, the way I saw the linemen, you know, fire off the ball, move guys, you know, Donovan be able to make the cuts off of the linemen and, you know, the receivers catching balls, the defense flying around the field, um, it, was, it was beautiful. Blake Corn, Michigan Wolverines running back here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, and I promised my guys here I wouldn't go full Jim Gray, LeBron <laughs> decision, and carry this on for another 58 minutes. Uh, so let's get right down to it, Blake Corm. Uh, what is your decision for 2023? You have one year of eligibility left at Michigan, and you have till January 15th to make your decision to join the NFL draft. What, what are you deciding to do? Yeah, it was it was a tough decision. A lot of uh, a lot of nights, you know, uh, I was coming back. A lot of nights, I was going to the draft. Um, a lot of a lot of prayer. Um, but you know, I have I, I'm a Michigan man through and through. Um, you know, I I love playing for the University of Michigan. I love going to the big house and just leaving it all on the field. I love uh, the community. I love interacting with with everyone. Right. Um, so this this was a tough decision. It was a business decision. And I think, you know, I have unfinished business. Um, I didn't like the way I went out in the big house. I don't like people remember remember me being hurt. Um, and so, you know, I, I will be coming back uh, for it all next year. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Coming back for it all. Okay. So you are going to return to the University of Michigan in 2023 and play for the Michigan Wolverines. That is what you're doing. I will. I will uh, be back at the University of Michigan, um, ready to excel and just do everything that we, we've been doing, but really just finish it off. You know, uh, we're so close, and I believe in my teammates. I believe in this new team, Team 144, and it's going, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to take a bunch of work, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, but uh, you know, I'm ready to run it back. Um, I'm ready to get, continue to be in the community. And, you know, there's pros to it. You know, I'm going to get my degree, um, and I'm going to leave my legacy. So let's just jump into the other question uh, to ask you about going pro or returning to the University of Michigan. That, I guess, way to put it, the khaki pant-wearing elephant in the room. Um, (laughs) Do you think Jim Harbaugh is going to be your coach next year now that you are returning to Michigan? What do you think, Blake? You know, that's going to be a decision uh, that he has to make. I've loved playing for Coach Harbaugh. Uh, you know, it, it's been it's been fun. You know, I love playing for him. I'll do anything for him. But you know, that's a decision he has to make. You know, and uh, I think it's up in the air right now. Um, I think he can, he definitely will come back. But you know, you, you're not you're not sure. 
you know, he he has some opportunities in front of him, so he has to make the best decision for him. Like I just made the best decision for me. And so, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what he would do, but if he comes back, you know, I, w- I would love to play for him uh, one more year. Uh, but if, if he thinks, uh, you know, it's better that he go to the NFL, you know, I wish him the best of luck, and I might be able to play for him there. And so, uh, you know, like I said, I love Coach Harbaugh, but, he, you know, he has to make the best decisions for him. So, honestly, I'm not sure what he's going to do. We shall see. Okay, so uh, you have made your decision to return to Michigan independent of – Coach Harbaugh's decision that um, yeah, yeah that is said. correct. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Michigan man. I love Michigan, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I will be here one more year, given uh, this university and everyone in the surrounding area, everything I have. All right. So, last one for you on this subject matter, uh, Blake Corum. Uh, have you informed uh, Coach Harbaugh that you are returning to Michigan uh, and had a conversation with him on this subject I matter? Him, I, I talked to him this morning. Okay, uh, and he was ecstatic. He was he was happy, uh, and so that might be some good news. We shall see. But uh, you know, he he was happy. We had a great conversation. Um, so I, yeah, I did inform him. I wanted to let him know before uh, you know I, I let the world know. So you didn't ask him. You didn't say to him, Coach, am I seeing you in September or what? Well, you just left. You didn't say. <laughs> nah, you know, I kind of I kind of avoided that question because you know I, I don't want to. I want him to do his best for him. Right. Uh, so I kind of avoided that question, but you know, uh, I told him I support him and wh- whatever he does, you know, because that's how I really feel. I, you know, I support coach, whatever, uh, whichever decision he makes. So uh, I, I avoided that question, honestly. <laughs> well, Blake Corum here uh, on the Rich Eisen show, saying that he's going to return to the University of Michigan for his final year of eligibility there. So let, let I, I, I'll just tell you here what I told you when I saw you, and you were so kind to take a picture with my son. Is I, I just love the way you go about your business, Blake, and and part of that is is when you said that you're you're part of the community, you you really you you walk it right. You don't just talk it; you walk it, and and so you have used your nil money um, in a, in a very uh, community oriented way. Walk me through what you have done, because I, I mean we have a bunch of photographs that I've I've seen and we've pulled here of you giving out gifts to the community? What exactly um, are you doing, and what is your mindset about all that, you know, Blake? I'm, I'm really just trying to bring everyone together, you know, and I'm trying to put as many smiles on people's faces as I possibly can. And I have a great uh, group of people around me that, you know, help me. And uh, so, you know, we've done back-to-back Thanksgiving. Uh, we, we've given out turkeys. Uh, we've given out Christmas presents. Um, I've held football camps. And uh, there, there's going to be... A ton of more. Since this is going to be my last year, I will definitely be in the community more than ever. Uh, I have some things planned for Valentine's Day. Uh, I have stuff planned for the summer. It, it's going to be huge. You know, I just love seeing people smile from just something small. And I, I think uh, that's what the world is about. It's really just everyone coming together and just enjoying life uh, because it's a precious thing. So, um, you know, I, I, will, I will be in the community. I love being in the community, and uh, I can't wait, man. Well, and, and we're showing some photographs of you. You know, the deuce is loose. There you are giving out some gifts and uh, giving out some presents. And um, so you'll and, – and again, now that you're returning to Michigan, you're, you're going to do that again. So who – who you're from Virginia. How, who's Who was your guy growing up? I mean, who do you model your game after? Like, who do you model that after? Uh, well, I model my – in life. In life, I'm out of my game after, uh, you know, my parents, you know, my mom and dad. On the football field, 
Uh, there were some great running backs, but, you know, a running back by the name of Barry Sanders played before my time. Mm. Um, so I watched him on YouTube nonstop. Uh, I, I liked how elusive he was. I, li- I liked how he was able to make to dismiss, you know, take it the distance. Uh, he, was, he was just great, you know. So I love watching Barry. Um, and, I, and I tried to do some things just like him. Have you ever spoken to him? You ever chatted with him? So on the phone, no, but we actually had a little conversation on Twitter uh, sometime this year uh, or last year. Uh, we had a little conversation on Twitter. He kind of shouted me out a little bit uh, for my game, and uh, man, that meant the world to me. Well, uh, I wish he could have wish he could have been there to see my smile. Well, that'll be a part of my gift to you um, of of how you conduct yourself on the field, off the field, and then. You know, uh, you wanting to make your big announcement here on this show, I'll hook, I'll hook the two of you guys up. This is going to happen. Oh, no, that, that'll be awesome. Uh, we're going to make this wait. happen, Blake. That, that will absolutely happen. Um, so uh, before I let you go, um, what do you think happens tonight? Give me your opinion. You saw TCU in person. Yeah. I did as well, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, the way that we saw it all play out, um, what do you, what do you, what do you uh, think happens this evening for the national championship I, game? I think it's going to be two tough teams. Okay. Um, and I think it's going to be a very, very strong first half. Uh, and then after halftime, I believe Georgia will take it away. But if Georgia makes mistakes and TCU can capitalize, it will be a barn burner. Okay. And then we also saw, um, you know, J.J. McCarthy standing on the field um, mm-hmm. last week watching the celebration for TCU what do you think was going through his mind? Have you had a conversation with him, and how do you think that informs what will happen in 2023? Blake? Yeah, I, I talked to him, and that was uh, J.J. just getting fired up for another year. Um, you know, I feel like he – in the locker room, I talked to him. I had to tell him, like, bro, none of this was on you. You know, it's part of the game. Stuff happens. I, he was upset, you know, about the picks, the pick sixes. And I said, listen, you know, that's part of the game. You did a heck of a job. You know, stuff didn't fall our way. But, you know, we have to get credit where credit's due, TCU won. Uh, but, you know, he has a fire lit in him right now. and uh, He's going to attack this offseason. He's going to be better than ever. You know, being in the backfield with J.J., I saw him grow literally each week. And he just kept becoming better and better and better. And uh, I can't wait to watch him. I can't wait to share the backfield with him again because he's a tremendous quarterback. Okay. Blake Corum, last words then. I'll give you the floor. What is 2023? Visualize it for me. Look like for you personally and team wise. Give it from give it to me. Uh, what do you got? Uh, twenty twenty three is going to be full of success um, for the University of Michigan. You know we're going to grind our butts off. You know we're going to attack attack this all season. And we're going to repeat it. You know we're going to repeat it, but we have unfinished business, like I said, and uh, we, we will finish it off by the end of uh, twenty twenty four. And so uh, I'm excited. You know for the Michigan fans listening, I'm gonna give you guys everything I have. I'm going to attack this rehab, and I'm going to come back better than ever. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys in the fall. Well, you know, there's some people in uh, Columbus that are, what's the word for it? I have it written down here. <laughs> Butt hurt. There it is. Um, and they're, 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 they're going to be, uh, they're going to be aiming uh, to come to this. the big house um, and, and ruin things. Um, okay. And um, so uh, what, what do you have to say on that, about that mindset? Oh, uh, I mean, they can they can try, they can try all they want, um, but I will see them uh, at the end of November in the big house. Okay, I will make a note of that, and I greatly appreciate you. And and plus, Jim will be there, right? That's the idea. 
That's the concept? Uh, that, that's, that's the idea. You know, <laughs> I'm going to have to go talk to Coach right now just to see yes. where his mind's at again. But, yeah. uh, you know, that, that's, that's the idea. We shall see. Hopefully uh, he has some good news for us. Yeah, give him the same Rich Eisen Show hotline number, Blake, okay? <laughs> what about do. that? That's that. That's what we'll do. Thanks again for the call, Blake Corum. Congratulations on making this decision. I'm thrilled for you. I just want you happy either way. If this makes you happy, you know, obviously it makes me and everybody else who's a Michigan uh, Wolverine fan or graduate happy. Uh, and thanks for already providing all those smiles. Appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate you so much. Right back at you. Thank you, Blake Corum. We'll chat again soon and look for Barry Sanders, okay? Keep an eye out for yes, him. Sir. Your head on a swivel hey. for Barry Sanders. That's Blake Corum right here. Still of the University of Michigan football program on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay. Congratulations. There you go. This is the first time ever, right? Show his, shows history? That that's what, ever that happened? somebody's chosen a hat? That we've had a decision. We'll, we'll put the hat back on. Yeah, on the show. Take Did I do a good minutes. enough job? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't drag it out. Yeah, it was good. Right? I, good I fully expected another half an hour, yeah. but you, you got to the point. We easily yeah. could have taken this to the top of the hour. But yeah, I could have the Boys and Girls Club of Inglewood yeah, or no, El Segundo. Just roll yeah. out. Just hang out, and we'll be right back. <laughs> you could have been wearing like a you know checkered shirt. I could have done uh, that. Shirt. Yep. Well, that wouldn't have been me. Jim didn't have a checkered shirt. Nah, that was LeBron, nah, right? Know, somebody <laughs> needed to wear it. All right. There you have it. There you go. Okay. 844-204-RICH is the number. To, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, I bet. You should be. Very happy. He's trending. So let's is go. Is he trending? Let's go. Let's keep it going. Very good. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. You know what I have right here on the list? Top five most disappointing season uh, teams of the 2022 NFL season. Oh. Well, it's two through six, right? Because the Raiders are one. It is. I, I don't. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny. But we will be back on the Rich Eisen Show with that reveal. Let's see if that trends. Hey. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show and the Rich Eisen Show radio network powered by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. That was great with Blake Corm, huh? That was great. He's trending? He's trending. We made news? Made news. National Championship Monday? Yes. Well, the answer to all of that. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Before um, we get to the phone lines, and again, I've got the top five most disappointing teams of 2022. Let's stay a little positive, okay? Last week, as we all know, our hearts were in our throats. It was a frightening week in the sports world, certainly the NFL world, certainly for the DeMar Hamlin family. But as we all know, as the week went on, the news got better that DeMar Hamlin did, in fact, survive cardiac arrest on a football field on Monday night due to the outstanding first aid he got on the spot on the field in Cincinnati. I mean, and, and the grace of God. Could you imagine if any member of the Bills training staff was, say, in the blue tent with somebody, attending to somebody? Like, you want to talk about the grace of God. Could you imagine if, some, if they were in a, attending to someone else and couldn't get on the field fast enough or not prepared? I mean, I, I've been thinking about it over and over and over again. But thankfully, smile on our face. And then the, the weekend hit, and he's tweeting out like he's a 12-year-old with a new Twitter account, right? And, and then there was like a FaceTime that he had with Meek Mill and our friend Michael Rubin of yeah, Fanatics, yeah, yeah, a big yeah, yeah. smile on his face. Watch the game in his hospital room with his family. And the game hits. And we saw, by the way, uh, the tributes to him prior to the game across the NFL. Saturday games, the the teams praying and the fans showing up, everyone wearing love for DeMar 3 t-shirts or the 513 t-shirts that were made by Cincy shirts. We wore them on game day morning on Sunday, but it's time for the Bills to actually play the game. I'm getting chills, guys, just recounting this. I'm getting chills just recounting this. Time for the Bills to play the game. (laughs) And they get the ball, and... Naeem Hines gets the football to start the game and decides to return it and returns it for a touchdown. Are you kidding me? And not, and, and against not just any team. I mean, the Patriots have one of the best special teams players in Matthew Slater of all time. Yeah. I, I mean, and even Bills fans who love Steve Tasker can admit that, that Slater's on par. And 
And Belichick prides himself on this stuff, and it's a game of Belichick and the Patriots need to have on top of all of it. And they get the ultimate possibility of joy and happiness and relief and excitement on the spot after a week of waiting and waiting and waiting for good news. Instant gratification. Unbelievable. Can't make it up. Proverbial can't make it up. Josh Allen, after the game, said it perfectly. I can't remember a play that touched me like that, and I don't think in my life. So it's it's probably number one. It, it, it was it was just spiritual, and I just I was going around and I just I mean I was going around my team and saying God's real. Like you can't you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um, and I, I was just told by Kevin Curran, it's been three years and three months. <sighs> Since the last kickoff return, so mm. pretty cool. I love that guy, man. Makes me cry just watching him. <laughs> three years, three months since their last kickoff return. It's the first time in three years and three months, and obviously the number three. We all know that. And ooh, well, that got me on all the fields right there. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, the question fell: What about the second one? He did it again. He did it again. After the Patriots took their first lead in the game, because by the way, how about New England, man? They took that Defense punch and well, yeah. they balled out in the first half of that game and kept right in there and made and 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 hopped on Bill's mistakes. And Mac was playing. Good. I mean, that catch by Jacoby Myers in the end zone too to tie the game at seven. They took their first lead in this game, and Hines hit him with it right yep. for the second time. First time we've seen two kickoff returns for a touchdown. In, wait for it, 13 years, 2010. I understand it's, you know, a new calendar year. But Leon Washington was the last to do it. And it's never been done to the Patriots. Belichick era or otherwise. Wow. Can't make it up. Amazing. Just amazing, amazing, amazing. By the way, I also thought it was beautiful before the Chargers-Broncos game to send out the two threes. Did you see that? Derwin James and Russell Wilson meeting at the yeah, middle of the awesome. field. That's cool. Getting down on a knee. Beautiful. And Damar Hamlin, here we go. You know what's being thrown out as an idea for a, um, for a neutral site? I don't know if it's technically neutral. If the Bills play the... The Chiefs is Pittsburgh, you know, going outdoors. How neutral that is. It's closer to Buffalo and it's DeMar Hamlin's town, as we all know. Um, what about people like, are throwing what, what that about out? College Stadium. What about Notre Dame? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, people, I've seen Rose Bowl thrown out. I mean, yeah. but again. You know, also something you got to look at as we get deeper into this whole yeah. numerology. When Naeem Hines ran a second one back, it was the third quarter, they were down three. <laughs> like, come on, man! There's yeah, just yeah, some of these things. Are just, I do, I do, I do get into that. You know, and uh, three Patriots didn't want to tackle him on the play. That look at weird. you going negative. <laughs> well, I don't. I can't. 
Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Joe in Hermosa Beach here in Southern California. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. My call. What's going on? Um, I've got a little bit of a uh, continuation of overreaction Monday for you. Got it. I just think that the Ravens, after only losing by 11 to the Bengals uh, with a rookie quarterback making his first start, uh, may have a chance in Cincinnati if Lamar Jackson's able to come back healthy. What do you think? Say that again. You cut in and out. Give him that one more time, Joe, the last part. I just think that if Lamar Jackson's able to come back, Lamar Jackson's able to come back healthy. The Ravens have a chance in Cincinnati uh, on Saturday. Excuse me, on Sunday. Uh, do I, I don't know, um, and you know, uh, I, I I don't know about that. I think John did the right thing, and thanks for the call. I, I mean, Harbaugh did the right thing. If not, they didn't play Dobbins. They didn't play Andrews. It's like, what are we going to do? We're going to we're going to play this and try and win and hope for a coin flip. Is that what we're doing? We're playing for a 50-50 shot at hosting a playoff game? Or are we just going to pull the plug on this thing? We know we're probably going to come back here. Let's throw a rookie that we're, we're hoping that never will see the light of day in this game out there. Try to win it. Play for pride and go. Same way that you kind of hope the Los Angeles Chargers would do. <laughs> I, I, honestly, you know, I, I, yeah. I, again, the yeah. number of... Because Brandon Staley comes on this show. He's so smart and he's so um, affable. You know, and he's great with the media. I mean, he is out. He's dynamite. Los Angeles has two head coaches who are great with the media. One would think they would be smart to to have a coach who's great with the media in Los Angeles. Uh, again, the minute, the minute the Ravens started their rookie, you know, for Anthony Brown, his first career start. If I'm if I'm Brandon Sell, I'm like, okay, I get it. We're 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 the five seed. Yep. And so, and and we've been talking about all year long how banged up this team is. And their run that they've been on recently has been, you know, about how healthy they are and look how well they're playing when they're healthy. So why put them out there against the Denver Broncos? Well, you want to keep the juices flowing. Get it? Understand it. Herbert starts. They're all playing they're up 14-7. At that point in time, I'm thinking, okay, you've made your point. You've got the juices flowing. You've got them suited up. Do what the Bucks did, which was right before halftime, pull the guys. Pull them all. You've got them flowing. you got them game prepared. you got them. So it's not like they're sitting around and they know all week they're not playing and they're totally rusty going. And like you've, you've got the sweat has literally been broken. Mike Williams goes off on a cart. Joey Bosa looks like he's hurt, just to name two. And, of course, the 2020 hindsight now comes crystal clear. Here was Brandon Staley after the game about what was up with that. Yeah, we were trying to compete in the game, and we only have 48 guys on the team that are active for the game. And so uh, we wanted to make sure that they went um, a good ways in this football game and competed at a high level, and then when we felt like it was right for them to get out of the game, then that's what we were going to do, slowly phase them out um, so that we get them ready for next week. With Justin, for example, is that appropriate to have him playing in the fourth quarter? I, I, I believe that, we, that Justin played the right amount. I think when you look across the league at the other teams who were playing in the playoffs and what they did this last week, okay, I think you'll see a lot of high-level players playing in their football games. I think that that's fair to say. I think you'll see all the, you know, the big-time quarterbacks, big-time players were out there for their football teams because they have to be. Okay, there's only 48 guys that you can choose from. And these aren't easy decisions. They're not easy decisions. And hindsight is perfect for everybody on the outside. But these games are not easy to manage. 
They're not because you don't have that many players. And we did it to the best of our ability. He's right. It's not easy to manage. And the reason why Mahomes played the whole time and the reason why Jalen Hurts played while they did is because they're going to have another week. So I understand keeping those guys in there maybe for as long as they did. Plus, they can protect themselves. And Herbert, Herbert took a terrible hit, as we all know, earlier in the season, had rib injuries. I think he can kind of protect himself. It's the other guys, like Mike Williams, who's constantly hurt. Bose has been hurt for much of the time. And now he's right. 2020 hindsight is, is, is crystal, as I mentioned. It just makes no sense that the coach who plays nobody in the preseason is willing to come out of the gate rusty and get them up to speed at some point. I guess there's the more runway for the season. But right before the playoffs, wow, there's no runway left if they get hurt. And I understand there's no runway left to get them ready. Rust versus readiness. It's a constant conversation that you have. But... When Mike Williams is maybe not active on Saturday night in Jacksonville, that's going to really leave a mark. And if Bosa can't go trace, chase down Trevor Lawrence, hmm. so let's keep an eye on it for the rest of the week before we go all in on the coach and see how it performs on Saturday night. But for the moment, yeah, um, it doesn't look very good. And I'm wondering what was up with that. Tim in Michigan, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tim? Hey, Rich. How you doing? Fellow uh, graduate of the greatest public university in the entire world, uh, Blue Know It. Okay. Uh, Blue Know It. Just wanted to uh, just wanted to talk about Blake's decision and the impact that the NIL has had um, since it's rolled out. I think we kind of didn't really know what to expect. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be the Wild Wild West. Uh, I think a lot of people thought the Alabamas and the Oregons with their night connections of the world were going to be able to just basically pay anyone they wanted on their roster. And today's decision by Blake um, kind of shows a different side of that um, in the sense of, you know, 20 years ago, Blake's probably a fringe first-round pick, early second-round pick. And now with running backs being less of a commodity in the draft, he's probably looking at going third or fourth round. And without the exact numbers of the guaranteed money, um, it's safe to say that he might make more at Michigan. Yeah, sure. Next year. And, 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 and in all honesty, when he said it was a business decision, I, I thought that's what he meant. But then he said it's unfinished business. And thanks for the call. Um, but, you know, I know there's a, um, a collective, Valiant, where uh, you can read about it. Um, and, you know, that, that, that may have something to do with his decision about uh, keeping players uh, for one more year. I mean, that's an NIL collective that I'm sure – um, maybe other schools are mirroring as well. Like there's just to tell players, hey, if you're thinking about leaving, the NIL might pay you more than whatever guaranteed, whatever you're slotted at, whatever you think you're going to be at. The Obviously the knee injury is something to play into it. He said he didn't want to go out like that in the big house. Um, but I'm glad personally that he's coming back. Uh, Mike in Brooklyn, New York, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Mike is, uh, for those who might be new, uh, uh, the only Colts fan I know with the thickest <laughs> New York accent on planet Earth. Mike, you have the floor. What's going on, brother? 
Hey, Gentlemen, Rich, but you're the man I got to talk to today, Rich, because what, what's more appropriate than two Brooklyn guys talking yeah. Indianapolis Colts and uh, <laughs> Michigan Wolverines football? Uh, yes, I've, I, I'm not exaggerating. I have come to the conclusion the only way out of this dysfunctional nightmare that Ursay has created is to not only hire Jim Harbaugh, but to empower him. Thoughts? Please. I, I, my thoughts are uh, I, nobody knows with Jim. I hear it all over the map, man. Um, but, uh, and that's Harbaugh, not Ursay. And I don't know what Ursay wants to do. Uh, it's entirely possible, and I know Colts fans would might be stunned to hear it, but it's entirely possible that Ursay thought the team played with a ton of moxie with Jeff Saturday and are just needed an extra tweak here or there in a fourth quarter to not give up 33 unanswered or to uh, prevent another team uh, from coming back from their 33 unanswered. And, you know, this, that, the other thing could have been, and you just like the way that that Saturday did his business. I have no idea at all what Earth is going to Either Jim, Mike, I have no idea what (laughs) the two Jims in this possible marriage are thinking. None at all. None. What what you just described is possible, but the fact of the matter is that Ursay has completely gone off the rails on a crazy train. I mean, Jeff Saturday is not a, Frank Rag needed to be let go. He needed to be let go at the end of last year. Frank Rag was not the the answer for the Colts. So I don't know. Ursay is. I don't know. Ursay's I, already met with Harbaugh uh, at the Big Ten championship game. Uh, I know Harbaugh always enjoyed his time with the Colts. That's still my favorite season, the 95s. Obviously, the Peyton Manning years. Yeah. But the 95 season with Harbaugh. Captain Comeback. Marshall Falk. Oh, yeah. And, and, Bill, and Bill Tobin put that team together after his father finally removed Jim Ursay from football decisions. It was probably the only good move his father ever made as owner. And from what I'm hearing, it sounds like he's already met with uh, Harbaugh, probably has offered him the job, because if this team is going to go off the rails completely, if it's a Jeff Jeff Saturday, I mean, they're the laughing stock of the league right now, and everybody in the league knows it. Well, Jeff is not qualified to be a head coach. Well, the the 95 team, and thanks for the call, Mike. Happy New Year to you. you know, the, the, the Jim Harbaugh 95 team is what put Jim's name on the Ring of Honor. It's inside the stadium there. Peyton Manning's statue's on the outside. Jim Harbaugh's name's on the inside as well. So I have no idea, man. I've heard, I've heard about Harbaugh. I've heard all over the map and from him where he's just like, I, you know, I'm, you know, enthusiastically, every, all you haters out there, I'm enthusiastically coming back. He says that on a Fiesta Bowl, Fiesta Bowl call. And then he speaks to some publication, with all due respect, I have not heard of, what, Queen's, Queen City News yeah, in, in, in Carolina after he talks to the owner. A report is that he's the one who reached out to them, not they to him. Right. And he's just like, you know, uh, I, well, I can't predict the future. No one knows the future. I, I, I envision myself coming back to coach. Michigan, I hear, you hear, every narrative is that if he had only beaten his brother in the Super Bowl, maybe he would never gone to Michigan, he'd still be there, but the fact that he lost the Super Bowl and to his brother, it's some sort of familial rivalry that causes him to tilt 
at the NFL Super Bowl windmill. He can't get it out of his system. And then I hear through other people, he wants to be Bo. He wants to be Bo, and he wants to be the legacy of his head coach. Like, he wants to be the, the, the new millennium Bo. And, and, and he's not going anywhere. And the only reason why he keeps kicking the tires in the NFL is he feels like he, he should be paid more, even though he doesn't usually – he doesn't spend money. Like, he's just – it's not like he's going to – he just wants to be respected. I mean, no, I it's, – it's shape shifts every single day. Depends what day it is. I'm just going to be calm about it and just chill because if it makes him happy to go, then he should go. If it makes him happy to stay, then that's great. But I'm not going to sit here like last year where he's just like he's blowing the opportunity of following up on a great year because that blown opportunity only wound up with a 13-0. <laughs> right. And then a Fiesta Bowl appearance. Yeah, right. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The top five most disappointing teams in the NFL season 2022. It's cathartic for me in many ways. That's next. Now, you're a list guy now. I'm a list guy. <laughs> It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you don't know your numbers, you do not know your business, and that is the message from NetSuite by Oracle. It is 2023, and it's time for you to get rid of the poor visibility. Certainly, if you are running your business, are relying on outdated financial software and relying on spreadsheets like it's any old time because right now the number one cloud financial system netsuite by oracle is available for you netsuite gives you visibility and control of your financials planning inventory budging 
You can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. In 2023, profit's the new growth, folks. So know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash RichRadio right now. NetSuite.com slash RichRadio. NetSuite.com slash RichRadio. I'm going to get stuff off my chest here in the form of a list. My first list of 2023. Hey. Season's over, folks, for all of these teams. As we all know, 32 minus 14 equals what, 18, right? Correct. There are 18 teams. I've got five that made the most disappointing teams list of the 2022 NFL season. Hit it, Mike Del Tufo. Not all these teams are ones that had high expectations coming into the season. There's one on this list that had... Zero expectations coming into this season. But the middle of the season showed that there was reason for expectations to be placed upon this team. Number five on this list of the most disappointing teams of 2020-2022 is the New York Jets. You just made the list. Number five. I mean, this team in the middle of the season had a championship defense. All they had to do was just have an offense to match. Now, unfortunately for them, Brees Hall who had an offensive rookie of the year campaign all lined up, blows out his knee. Elijah Vera Tucker, their best offensive lineman, goes out, and the offensive line falls apart. Nobody can run the football. I have no idea what happened when they acquired James Robinson from the Jaguars. I thought, there you go, plug him in. He hardly played. I have no idea what the hell was happening on the offensive side of the football. Mike White had a flash of a moment. They start Joe Flacco to start the season and finish the season. They finish the season with zero touchdowns. In the final three games, zero touchdowns in the final three games. Talk about a disappointment. They had an opportunity. The Dolphins get in. The Dolphins get in because Mm. the Jets couldn't score a freaking touchdown against a team that was begging to be bounced at home. Talk about disappointing. I'm disappointed. Let's see what they do moving on. And of course, I didn't even mention what the hell happened with Zach Wilson. Number four on this list is a team that fired their head coach just today. The Arizona Cardinals had some high hopes. They made the playoffs last year. They had an 11-win season. Yes, they got one and done. But even with DeAndre Hopkins missing the first six games, we were supposed to see the freshly re-signed to a monster contract, Kyler Murray, come out and do what he did last year, and it wasn't even remotely close. They blew J.J. Watt's final season. I mean, he he looked terrific yesterday. Talk about a disappointment. My goodness gracious. They're now without a head coach. The general manager, Steve Kimes, steps away in the middle of the season. He's now out as well. They need a new coach. They need a new GM. But they've re-signed Kyler Murray, who apparently the locker room uh, needs to have a refresh button hit on their relationship with him, according to Patrick Peterson. And by the way, everyone else who covers the league. We'll tell you this. Number three on this list is a coach, is a team that had an ability to win their division. They had a kid who could be an MVP coming into the season. He was definitely number one in your fantasy league draft. And the Indianapolis Colts just fell flat. And they had Matt Ryan as well. This was supposed to be the better match than Carson Wentz. Hey, Carson Wentz, say what you will about how bad he was in Indianapolis. 
he had a chance for this team to make the playoffs in the final week of the season, and they blew it. So they changed everything around, and then they fire Frank Reich, who, you know, switched to Sam Ellinger for some reason instead of Nick Foles. And they bench Ryan. They put the kid in there. He falls flat. They hire Jeff Saturday from high school and ESPN. The only uh, unbelievable and just a disaster of a season. I mean, it got so bad with Saturday at one point. Steve Smith said that Saturday should be the first interim coach ever fired. <laughs> Number two on this list, though, is the team, the only, the, the only team that lost to the Jeff Saturday coached Indianapolis Colts, and it's the team that I had winning the division. Number two. Number two, the Vegas Raiders. They had it all working, man. And now Derek Carr gets sent home. He gets Keyshawned because they don't want him to get hurt. He's gone. I mean, he's as good as gone. They needed to see what they had in Jared Stidham as if he just got, he just met Josh McDaniels. He wasn't in the quarterback room for Josh McDaniels. Like everybody keeps saying, we're going to see what they have in, jo- in Jared Stidham. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Like he didn't know him. I mean, then it all lined up and how much egg is on my face has nothing to do with it. Because when it's all said and done, when they lost to the Chiefs, the Raiders finished, wait for it, eight games behind the Chiefs. Eight. Talk about a disappointment. But number one is a a team that had the coach and the quarterback, and they fired a coach in the middle of the season, and he was clearly not ready for the moment. And we have no idea how Russell Wilson is going to look moving on. I mean, they finished up strong. Very nice. But everybody thought, just add Russ. And forget about not cooking. The kitchen went poof. The Denver Broncos are the most disappointing team in the NFL of 2022. And that wraps up this Monday show. We'll chat with you Tuesday.